What, darling? Oh. What? Just got some um, Justin Timberlake noodles. <laughs> Can you? His hair. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Dating My Mates, a podcast with me, Katrina E. Lawrence, a podcast where I fire my arsenal of questions, usually reserved for poor, unwitting dates, at one of my mates. And this week, we have Caitlin. Oh, hi. Hello, Angel. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Really good, thank you. It's All the so better nice for seeing I know, same, same. You vaping? What? You vaping? Oh God, mate! Yeah, I'm a fully blown vapist. Ooh. I think oh. you've got my old glasses. They look exactly the same as my old ones. Are they? Are they like red or dead? Yeah, we have the same. Yeah, we wait. Oh my God! This is like, oh my God! Oh my God! What the fuck? We have the same <laughs> glasses. Whoa! This is this oh, is so man. weird. This is like it's the perfect date. This is like destiny. Um, yeah, legit. In fact, I've got pictures of us fannying around the kitchen with me in those glasses. It's like... I think I'm just a bit obsessed with you. Uh, likewise. Obviously. Like, actually obsessed. Like, un- slightly codependent, but... <laughs> yeah, fuck it, it's fine. It's fine. Um, I used to hate that at school, though, you know, when someone would, like, low-key copy you and then get loads of credit for it. Oh, yeah. Do you remember shag bands? Like... Uh, yes. Yeah, and I was the first person to like mm. bring them into my year. Of course you were, yeah. yeah um, yeah. and I, I remember like obviously they they were a big thing like outside of my <laughs> yeah. school. But I was like, actually, yeah, I invented this. And like, what was it like? If one snaps, then, then you get like, a shag. Then you get a shag. Or if the person that broke it, then you have to have sex. And shag. we were like, yeah, twelve, 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Cool. 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 Bring them back. I remember there was a guy that I um, was in uh, a youth theatre with, and he said that his were Gucci, and I think they were Gucci, um, Mm. but they were like ten pounds each. Okay. Yeah. An expensive shag. Yeah, an expensive shag. But I just always remember this guy having Gucci bands and me just being like, oh, one day, one day I'll be able to afford. Um, No, and he was clearly a homosexual. Okay. So it Just was a, yeah, yeah. But he was this like older guy. He was really funny. And I was about, well, I was very young. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But I just remember thinking, God, that's so fucking cool. I Having know. a Gucci shag band. My first date when I was 13 mm. um, ended up being with a guy that was gay. Yeah. Classic. Um, yeah. Like he messaged me like, I just don't know why, but I just really, I just really like you. And then um, we met and we were both like doing dance routines to steps. And I was like, I know what this <laughs> Something is. Something clicked. Something I was clicked. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, love that. Love that for me. Well, it's set, it's set the bar. Oh, yeah. That's, it's been the same like yeah. for 10 years since that happened so yeah, yeah. Are, you, are you my friend is this a thing mm-hmm. who knows yeah. who knows I um, don't know no no it's uh well this is the thing we have to learn to ask but it's scary yes it's very terrifying yeah 
which is why I never ask. I'm just like, yeah, 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 we're friends. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, that's what I thought as well. I'll just go home and think about you obsessively and masturbate about you whilst listening yeah. to really romantic songs. But it's fine. Oh, yeah. But totally, it's fine. I'm totally chill. Friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, should we get stuck in? Yes, I would love to. Let's do it. What's been the highlight and low light of your day thus far? Like today? Yeah. Or if today's okay. been... Yeah, let's go with today, yeah. No, 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 that's that's cool, man. Um, <laughs> so, low light, um, I went to have a poo. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it just wouldn't happen for me. So, oh, I haven't sorry. had my morning poo. And mm. if I don't, it's quite stressful for the rest of the day. Because you yeah. just know you'll be, like, needing a poo in the worst situation. Yeah. yeah. You know, whether, like, like, I always end up shitting myself at work. Oh, it's like, yeah, that's good. Like, timing. not, at, like... Yeah, so it's like it's always when you least want it, or do you know when you go to like have to go to a public toilet, but you're mm. waiting for like someone to use the hand dryer to yeah. shit? Yeah. Um, yeah. and I just always find myself in those situations, so I'm just a bit worried for my day now. Do you? So I do this thing where if I'm in a pub in a public toilet, I was gonna say bathroom or restroom. Yeah, bathroom. When I'm in the WC, if someone's in the toilet and I know they're in there for a bit, and I'm washing my hands, I'll just put the hand dryer on for a while because I know what they're going through and they don't want yeah. to release because I'm there. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I've got you, girl. It's all good. And the worst is when you fart and there's no hand dryer on and you're just literally there like, I yeah. need to stay in a cubicle for <laughs> yeah. like 10 minutes Forever, at least. forever. But then always if you're at a train station, there's a massive queue of people. So you oh, just yeah. have nowhere to hide and then you just have to hope that you're in Walk the middle of... Walk shame out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Just like pretend that you've got a whoopee cushion app on your phone or something. Yeah. 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 Or walk out much. and just go. Or you just have to be confident. Use. You just yeah. have to walk or out like, you know what? Fucking own it. My worst one was, um, and, I'll, and then I'll tell you my highlight. Sure. But, uh, one of my worst poo stories. Um, I mean, there's so many, uh, obviously, because <laughs> I'm just poo girl. I've always yeah. been poo girl. <laughs> Um, was having needing a shit in Ikea. And being. you don't know the way around. Oh, you, you can't figure out how to get out of there. You can't get out of there. When, once you're in, it's like the ab- abyss. Is that, the, is that a word? Um, abyss. Abyss. Into the abyss. Um, abyss. So I had abyss. Into the abyss. Into the abyss. There so I go. had to have a poo in the toilet. Um, mm. To bless the person who went in after me because it, it didn't flush. <laughs> <laughs> so I just left a massive poo. In Ikea. Was that Ikea not doing what they should with the toilet? Or was that you having too big of a poo? I don't... I think the flush wasn't working. And then... So what you do then is you just put loads of toilet roll on top, don't you? Sure, sure. And to to just make it harder for the poor soul that has to clean it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Just run out. (laughs) You know one of my worst poo stories? Because it happened whilst... We were together. No? No, it was in between seeing you and then you had... So basically, I got that sugar-free chocolate and sweets. <laughs> oh, my God. Caitlin just pulled the funniest face, by the way. Uh, I, when you, like, offered me some and you were like, yeah, it's fine, they're sugar-free, I can eat them, it goes with my, like, it goes with my health diet, my new health kick, or whatever. And um, I was shitting myself for about three days. Yeah. Yeah, and you only had a morsel of what I had because yeah. because I'm a raging addict. I got like mm-hmm. one large bar of this chocolate, like a standard size. And the first day I had like half a bar, and I was like, "Oh, so everything seems to be fine." Next day, 
I'm up to using two bars no one bar yeah, and the next day two bars yeah absolutely and then I'm scoring at the shop I'm getting mm. another two so this time I'm on like four fucking bars Caitlin right and that's not enough for me because I hadn't had sugar sugar in about two and a half years it's now been about four three and a half years since I've had any sugar so if I get the tiniest taste of something sweet I'm mm. like a rabid dog so I then no. go to Holland and Barrett and then I got into her Hosser and Buzzer and saw all these sweets and was like, that's a great idea. And then basically before I'd gone to Hosser and Buzzer, I'd already shit myself once. Yeah, like physically <laughs> I'd shit eaten, myself. Yeah, physically shit myself. Like a little bit <laughs> of poo came out whilst I was sat in bed and yeah. I just froze and was like, this is not okay. Like you're over the age of six. This shouldn't be happening right now right had the worst tummy ache but then had the worst case of the shits but then the next day woke up feeling like I had a hangover because yeah. it's got 0.001% of sugar in but when you eat 700 bars that equates to some sugar and yes. it's got all those things in sugar-free stuff that just make you shit your guts out anyway so I woke up feeling like I was a hungover supermodel because I was so skinny because there was nothing left in me and then that lit up all my fucking eating stuff. Yes. So then I'm on the way to Hosser and Buzzer, as I said, and I'm getting all these gummy bears and, oh my God. And then the next day it happened again. And I was like, you know what happens, but I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop. And it's then- It's whole scene. Oh, sorry, you go. No, no, no. I was just going to say, um, and I, I think you've actually told me that you've done this before, but, you know, in Sex and the City where Miranda- um, is obsessed with like chocolate cake and she her it's obsession costs so much she has to put it in the bin mm -hmm. and then pour literally yeah. like washing, washing up liquid, liquid all over there. it yeah 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 that's me like yeah raging eating disorder in different guises at different points yes. and this time oh lord it overtook me and then it was like you do with alcohol or drugs. Like, you know it's bad, but you want to you want to lure other people into it so you don't feel as bad. I got involved. You got involved. <laughs> I did get so involved. So I'd shit myself once and I was like, if I just, like, lower my usage a little bit, it'll be fine. We're using together. <laughs> We're using together. I got you in there. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But you only... But I was like, Aaliyah, I only have a little bit, though, yeah? It's quite strong. It's quite strong shit. Strong stuff. So, strong yes, stuff. Strong stuff, babes. So I gave you a little bit and then the next day, well, no, because we were in bed together and then you just started farting and you were like, oh God. I and I was like, it's my fault. I'm so sorry. And then the next day, I'm sure you bought more of them because they're weirdly addictive. And then you should yourself. Yes, I did. <laughs> um, but we were we were addicts together. We were like yeah, codependent, yeah. Oh, lying yeah. in bed for about Enabling each other, just Enabling. watching Sex in the City. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Yes. Yeah, so I think I have an amends to make to you. Yeah, you do. I, I'm on Maybe the list. Maybe I'll buy you some Imodium. Maybe that can be the amends. Please, <laughs> please. Um, so what's with your highlight? That, yeah, I was going to... I was <laughs> fucking off on a tangent. What, any uh, sugar-free sweets? I actually haven't, you know. Good. Um, no, uh, my highlight was actually seeing your face. Oh, I don't want to make it weird. Like, yeah, no homo, it's, but... It's yeah. Not, yeah, yeah, man. Uh, not weird at all. Lovely. Likewise, feel the same. Yeah. 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 So, Caitlin, what do you look for in someone? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, if I'm being honest, um, 
oh yeah someone very emotionally um unavailable mm. um and someone that I can project my kind of shit onto basically yeah so yeah, like yeah, yeah. I, I grew up, you know, watching all the films like 10 Things I Hate About You, mm. uh, My So-Called Life. Mm. And it was always like the really hot, emotionally unavailable guy who had a motorbike, mm. um, dropped out of school, um, <laughs> smoked inside, had a bob, um, <laughs> was in a band, <laughs> wore leather trousers. Um, yeah, yeah. And was gay. And, and was probably gay, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, pretty much. Um, but I think that kind of stuck with me because it was always like, you know, like the quirky, weird girl that would just be like, you know, has he noticed me yet? And Yeah, um, yeah. and then at the now. end, he would always be like, oh, I never saw it in you at first, but yeah, now that... And then, and then he's love. like, he's on stage at the rap concert and then he's looking it at points, you in the crowd. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and the popular girl in the film has given you a makeover. Yeah, um, yeah. So you're looking quite hot now. Yeah. And um, he notices you for the first time, and um, but still, it's all very dysfunctional. And uh, yeah, so I'd say that's probably my type. With yeah. both women and men, and everyone, everyone um, in between, yeah, everyone in between, which yeah. just makes it great because then there's even more people to get confused by, really. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. yeah, amazing. Yeah, the, the film Greece has a lot to answer for people thinking that if they just looked exactly like what the guy was pining after, he'd then go yes. with him forever. Yeah. Oh no, I, I I do that on um on dates as well. So say <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, if you you go on their Instagram, yeah. you kind of get an idea of the things they like, the like. Yeah, you stalk them. Um and then you alter your style based on what they like. You know, so it might be um say if you're going out on a date with like a skater boy, you might kind of go not like full Avril Lavigne, but you might wear some yeah, like yeah baggy trousers just like less makeup uh, uh, like messy hair and um, then if you're on a date with someone who likes I was gonna say cowboy films sure then you turn yeah. up in in assless chaps and yeah ready to go exactly. yeah that's kind of my thing the thing you look for is someone is completely unemotionally available and someone <laughs> with a strong style who you can just mold and merge yourself into and completely yeah. lose yourself in oh yeah amazing with a healthy head on Mm. (laughs) so if Mm. this was what feels to you now I'm assuming as pie in the sky thinking what you know what traits in someone do you look for in terms of you know do you like a nice person do you yeah so actually I've been kind of trying to break my working uh, on yourself girl I've been working working on on myself I have um which is very Gen X, Gen Generation X, please. Gen, Gen X. Is you're, that what it's called? You're Gen, Gen X, aren't you? What are Am you? I, Gen- I don't that, know. Because you're younger than me. I'm a millenn- I'm just a millennial because I'm 32 soon. Yeah. What am you're, I? Am I? How old Gen are you? Z? Is that a thing? Yeah, I think so. How old are you? 20, 24, 24. 24. Yeah. 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 Um, I think so. I always get confused. I have been working on myself the past year, and I think, you know, like I'm trying to date myself a bit because that's obviously as Carrie says it's the hardest relationship Amen. you know you'll ever have mm. um but also the most enjoyable and rewarding yeah that is when, true when you do give yourself those periods of time to 
just yeah really get to know you and it, and mm-hmm. it does help with all that stuff that you were talking about in terms of thinking that you have to adhere to someone else's standards or yeah. what they like and if you can really cement yourself and your beliefs and feel confident in them then you're not just going to throw those out the window when the next fit funny person comes along oh yeah you're going to say oh we're not compatible but I know there's someone out there who I am going to be compatible with and Mm. it's having the confidence to wait for for the person that you need rather than just going oh well they've got lovely they've got wearing a charming anklet I'm really into that. That's great. But they're a massively toxic person. Dark necklace. Yeah. Wow. Um, um, <laughs> they're wild. Wow. And then just going for that because you feel like a bag of shite about yourself. Yeah. Just for a distraction. You know, I actually think I've, I've, I've realised a lot. The um, mm. of realising stuff, obviously. But I have so many amazing platonic friendships. You and do. I find them so fulfilling and so mm. easy and so lovely. Yeah. And... I I think I've always had a warped idea of what dating someone should be right. whereas actually dating someone should be how you are with your platonic friends but you if you want you want to shag him basically yeah. yeah um and I think I've always like made myself quieter made myself mm. you know all yeah. the like adapted myself to that what I think that person wants and yeah not really told them my needs whereas with my platonic friendships like one of like our friendship for example yeah um has been like evolved so much since we met like four years ago yeah and it's so fulfilling when we're together and like so open and nice and I feel like we date each other yeah totally. I mean do you know yeah, what I mean totally no it's and, so um, true I just have so much niceness and love for my like for those friends mm. um and I think in those, like, the people I'm, like, friendship-wise that I'm yeah. attracted to are, like, um, people who are really authentic, mm-hmm. people who are really funny, people who just kind of usually have had a trauma. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, this is but... a theme within this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But, um, you could but play like, trauma able... bingo listening to this. Yeah, yeah. Um, literally. But they're able to kind of, like, laugh about it a bit or, like, make I don't know yeah I don't know I think that people who have had some kind of a trauma generally speaking are very empathic people and also you've been through some shit so certain stuff doesn't phase you and you've kind of got this and I think that you know god I laugh at so much trauma to the point where some people are like you can't talk about that I'm like I've been through it I'm laughing at it this is my power if you don't want to listen to what I'm saying that's fine um you know I'm obviously not going into a nursery and talking about rape or anything but you know like there's a limit um, I think as long as you have sort of dealt with the stuff but I think it's interesting what you're saying I think a lot of people and it's 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 interesting that the last guy that I dated he said to me my relationship with you is so different he said I've never had it where I've been in a relationship with someone where they're my best friend I want to see them all the time we laugh constantly and I sort of said well what did you have and he said well I had girlfriends like they were great they were amazing people they were really fit they were but it wasn't like huge fun it was they were in my girlfriend sort of box and Mm -hmm. and I did the stuff with them and I found that so interesting but I think that's what you're saying and had it with another guy as well the one who was just completely emotionally unavailable and I that was a big change for me actually because that was when I walked away from a relationship 
with someone that I thought was fucking amazing. And when we were together, it was fantastic. But I knew they were never going to give in and let go. And they were approaching 40 and they'd never been in love, which I think just says it all. But I walked away from that. And I think they were someone else who, like, we we were in a relationship for quite a while. And I remember being so nervous and sitting them down. And I actually said to them, look, I hate to tell you this, we're in a relationship. And I said, let's kind of do this let's commit to this and he said as you're saying is I can literally see a wall going up around me and it's this thing about putting a label on it it's this thing about oh shit so if they're my boyfriend or my girlfriend or my partner then it has to become this other thing and it just has Mm -hmm. to and it isn't it's just keep doing what you're doing and hanging out with each other when you want to hang out having fun when you want to have fun I think because I've always um, really struggled with the whole like trusting someone you're dating because I, I've always yeah. found it so hard communicating like what I actually want from them. Mm. Um, and as like, I go into the whole like, so what are we? What are we? And it's like, I'm trying to learn like, it's okay to just like enjoy someone. Yeah. And yeah, I, yeah. But I think I'm still finding that difficult. So I'm like, well, what if it ends? What if I feel this? What? And I've already come to the the terrible ending before we've even. Oh, had absolutely, a yeah. But I think it's interesting because yeah. that you know some people, it. Some people really don't want to define what something is for quite a while, and that's great. But if you're with someone that does, you have to mm. listen to that as well. And I think that a lot of people who really need that validation or security, not to an extreme level where it's an issue but just some kind of an acknowledgement they should be able to have that and I think there's such a like it's cool not to put a label on things at the moment and it's like you don't necessarily have to put a label on it but where's this going is an okay question maybe not at like date two which is something I would have done in the past (laughs) um no no, and I think that you know you are so fucking amazing like unbelievably and so gorgeous and so you've got so much about you so interesting you bring so much to it no but seriously and it's and I have these people in my life who are like you that I just think you're a solid 10 in every department and oh my god stop it no but you just can't (laughs) then there's this block with you and it's like as soon as someone that you think but then I look at myself and I'm like you do that though as well I do that as well yeah because I have that I have such like I put people on a pedestal Mm. pedestal pedestal Pedestal. I don't know pedestal yeah um and I think actually that's really unfair to that person because it's not it's not giving them a chance to like be human so I go into it thinking I'm a bag of shit they're this amazing person Mm. and I you know I don't communicate my needs so how would they ever know yeah um and I think also I really ignore the red flags the mixed signals because I like mm. want to make it something mm. so it's like I, I spoke to I, I've been um speaking to a codependency coach amazing um was it the one on Instagram yeah oh wow yeah. So amazing. I'm, I'm starting like a course with her just because like I, I'm just so interested in about like kind of learning more about myself and attachment styles and stuff like that um but she like her um she said something about uh she said something about like 
what you know say like if you've been dating someone a month and you like three years later you're still obsessed about them you still really miss them yeah. and it's it's not them you miss it's the illusion you created and because you never knew them as a person yeah. you only knew like the the fantasy that you yeah. created which never um, got broken because they never became a human and you never had those oh yeah sort of interactions and I was listening to something the other day and it was talking about why we sometimes are completely devastated by very sort of short interactions that we've had with people and I spoke about it in a very jovial manner on the last podcast about this guy that I uh, farted in my sleep and then he never called again but he's the one person like who it was a very fleeting thing but because I I know that if I met him now it would probably be very different. It might not have been. He might have just been a shit who ghosted people. But in mm. my in my other part of my brain, I'm like, oh, because I I because he was the only person who ticked all my boxes in recent years, or maybe ever. I, d- I don't know. That's unfair to some partners to say. But you you know you're on paper stuff. It ticks paper, every guy. single yeah. thing. And um, I think because I. I, I took that leap of faith with that. And it, it's sad that that's the only person who's ticked all my boxes that I've gone for. And yes, it's sad that I was in a place where I was a fucking nutcase running around being very, very overwhelming in every way possible. But it was talking about, you know, someone can not date for five years, be absolutely terrified to date, then meet someone and they think it's amazing and then maybe they never call them back after date one or date two. That's going to devastate them because to them, that one person is a kind of litmus test for the whole world. In their eyes, that's it. It's all over. Yeah. Their heart is completely broken. And to their friends, their friends are like, well, just go on fucking another date, meet new people. But it's completely crumbled their world around them. I think as as well, like I, I have some friends who are just like relationship people like they've Mm. never really had that single period where important I've been single throughout my whole life the longest I've dated someone's like three months yeah yeah which I think is really interesting yeah Um, yeah that in itself is is interesting there's a lot to unpack but then like I I know a lot of people who also when they have a relationship that's their world that's that their completely main thing whereas I feel like I get a lot from different people and that's and, I, I think, and that's maybe personally I think that's the way to do it yeah. yeah um and yeah I just find dating like I know you was uh, on your last podcast you were saying you find it really easy and funny I find it's terrifying mm, mm. <laughs> like I've never had a first date where I haven't had to have a drink because I'm so and I think that's so common um because people just are so nervous and have to it's like liquid confidence yeah. um but I think next year, when hopefully the world opens up again, mm. um, and when I'm feeling ready today, yeah. I just I want to try sober dating. Like I think, yeah, I mean, give it that a would while. Be such like a good it's challenge. Yeah, and I think it's it's all about turning up to the date with the attitude of, am I going to like them? Because mm. what we do all the time is, oh my god, are they going to like me? And we get really wrapped up in it, and it's really scary, and. The moment that I realised, oh, that's what it's about. In fact, there's a, I, I, I'm sh- I will have sent you the video. I've sent it to so many of my friends. Um, the getting into the right kind of a relationship is a TED talk on YouTube. And it's this incredible woman. And 
she's talking about how she met her wife and it's just really really but that was the first time it, it something switched in my brain and I suddenly realized it this isn't about craving their validation in every way possible oh, this is about showing up <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah, yeah, yeah um and being like cool are we compatible and if not that's okay and then that's what I did for ages I just <laughs> went on so many dates and just became friends with so many people on tinder because it was my first time of going oh actually you're great but I don't fancy you is that all right yeah that's fine and some of them said no I fancy you and I was like okay cool and it was like Whoa. It's like it's just being open and it's so I think scary though. I'm not saying it off hand, like you have it to is. practice. It takes time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That no, is scary, Mary. Oh, we went off on right a tangent. Always do, always do. What's <laughs> um what's your biggest turn off in someone? Um if right, I don't oh, this is a hard one. Um I think you know what your answer should be, don't you? what what tell me emotional unavailability I know we'll get there but I'm not there yet in a Um, rock band in America yeah in Chad Kruger um (laughs) no my my first thought was like if someone was really into fitness but to the point where it was like that was their life I know that that sounds really just because if someone's lifestyle is so different to yours whereas I I eat for fun. Um, yeah. Some people yeah. Eat for fuel. yeah. Um well I, I think some people are like everything in life take it to the extreme and I think often yeah. you find I think it's because there's this stereotype which is true in a lot of times um where people are so into the way they look it's quite vapid there's nothing yeah. below the surface. <clears throat> oh yeah me. if someone was really ob- yeah obsessed it's like theory. guys with huge dicks are no good in bed because they yeah. never had to be like it's that kind of thing but it's i find i don't mean to sound like a patronizing wanker but the older i've got the more mm. i've realized that actually fitness and health is something that just a lot of people find later on in life because yeah. it's like oh i can make myself feel better and, and still have fun but live better and i think i had this perception of people who are into fitness is like oh god that's all and actually it's just part of their lives now but I hear what you mean about just obsessively going to the gym and never eating carbs it's like just because I think but also like actually thinking about it if someone wasn't funny I think that would be the biggest turn off because it like and when the chat is just dry awful do you know what I mean when the chat's dry you're dry yeah exactly but (laughs) Like when someone's just like, but also I don't want someone to be like overly funny to the point where it's like, like, but then that's not funny. No, I, cause, cause if people, if if someone's genuinely funny and it's a constant stream of funny, I'm in, Mm. like I am in, but if it's bad jokes or dad jokes or trying to be like, you can see them trying Mm. to be funny. It's like when people on dating apps put, they either say like oh I'm funny or if we if you make me laugh we'll really get along you're not funny you sir are not funny because if you were funny you'd have just put something funny in your bio Mm. you wouldn't have stated the fact that you're funny or said oh I love people that make me laugh yeah who doesn't dickhead can I just say as well I add to that point Mm. do you know like when you watch say first dates or Mm. kind of because I'm obsessed with terrible 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 dating shows as you know yeah terrible dating shows terrible dating shows Mm. um 
It sounds but, like a Channing Tatum. <laughs> durable Tatum shot. <laughs> <laughs> but um, do you know, like, when it, and it's usually, I don't want to generalise, but when it's mm. like a... Um, generalise away. It's general, I'm generalising away. <laughs> like a, a heterosexual couple. Yeah, yeah. And straight away, it's like, wow, you like skiing. I like skiing. <laughs> and then it's like, where the banter was just flowing, but the banter's like... <laughs> There was no banter. Yeah. It's like, I'd go with banter, but she's also got to be fit. She's got her big tits. And it's like, like, I I don't, and that's why I think so many people get married and then divorce because you go into a marriage with like, your standards are so like low because you think like you know someone, but it's literally like, yeah, she like, she went to boarding school with my mate. Yeah. So well, I, I don't mean, think they'd be talking like that. Yeah. She went to boarding school with, <laughs> my, went to, with my friend. Uh, Hugo, uh, yeah, uh, I knew yeah. Hugo back from school, and uh, yeah. he's. Yeah. I, I really like guys who play rugby. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah. No, if you had, um, I mean, I'm not saying that northern people can't be privately educated, but often they come out with an accent that isn't exactly what their mama gave them. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it is. It's almost like this checklist of oh, we've got loads in common. Yeah. Okay, okay let's get married. Cool, but what do we talk about when we're not skiing? Yeah, you know that's why I just don't trust people who say, "Yeah, the banter was off the chart." Only if it's mm. in an ironic way. And then if the banter's taking the piss out of the other person, to the I know, I know you do it, but like to the point of like where it's like, right, okay, come on, love. But like, when I say I take the piss out of people on dating, right, I'm gonna get up. Actually, let's do this because do. I feel like I've just made myself sound terrible, which I do in a lot of ways. <laughs> and sometimes I am just terrible yeah it seems like well there was a guy the other day who was really funny and was he really funny or was it just very late at night (laughs) you were funny (laughs) this is the thing I'm always like oh it's quite funny I'm like or was I just funny you're you're the one the main one mm -hmm, mm. yeah there's a bit of a common denominator actually Mm. but he um so basically he messaged me and we were messaging back and forth that evening and it was fine but then the next day he messaged me again, and it was a really, really oh. long, intense okay. message. And I was just like, oh, what's what's that hue of red that you're throwing at my way? It's got, yeah, it's just... So I then sent him a message, and I just said, um, hey, I wasn't expecting to speak all, like, every day. That was quite an intense message to receive. Um, I think it's best that we just leave it here. And he said, oh, shit, have I fucked it? And I just didn't respond because I was like, if I then go into that, then I'm going to have to make you feel better about yourself. And actually, I think yeah, this is just a I good learning curve for you. Yeah. yeah. So, um, oh, right. Back. Let me let's have a look at some exchanges. Um, Please. So this guy opened and this made me laugh, actually. Go on. Guess what sandwiches I just made for work tomorrow? Which I thought was quite funny. That's good. Yeah. So I said, cheese and pickle with lettuce. He said, ham, cheese, pickle, no lettuce. Two out of three ain't bad. You're good. I said, true. I should warn you, my clairvoyance only stretches to bread-based snacks, though. I reckon you're just playing it down. Still still pretty impressive. But then he added that crying face emoji. I'm out. I'm not talking to you anymore. Next one. Um, (laughs) then there was another guy who was uh, approaching how old was he he was in his 50s no late 40s I think he might have sent me this one was he the one that wore vans no No, it's a different one (laughs) this is a different one he I love how you've changed your age range as well oh yeah 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 yeah. I I thought yeah I've gone no I've gone to 50 
I've gone 30 okay, to 50. Okay, right. Anna yeah. Nicole Smith kind of energy for that oh, one. Big, yeah, yeah, big time, big time. Yeah, buy me them new tits, Papa. Um, so this guy messaged me and then straight away started giving me loads of info on where to find all of his art. Right, get ready for this. Oh. Get ready for this. So he said, more about me and my art on Instagram if you're interested. So I said, is Tinder merely a veil for advertising? And then he put, I'm only trying to sell myself. And then half an hour later, I didn't say anything back. He put... <laughs> The internet is advertising mistrust in a minefield. Why I seek a beautiful human to share my life. Firstly, I if you're going to come out with a profound more. statement like that, no, it doesn't make any sense. But if you are, can you just get your grammar right? Why I seek a beautiful human to share my life. Unless he's like, why I seek a beautiful... So I don't normally ghost people, but I broke my rule. And he went straight away. Um, then there's this guy. You can scratch my post. Now, I was like, because my name's Kat. That's all he was basing it on. Right, right okay. And I thought, okay, either you are disgusting or you'll pretend it's like a meta thing. So we'll go with it. So I said, rather play with your ball of twine. And then he put, you're spelled incorrectly, fucking gross. So I just put asterisk. Was he joking or was he like... Well, I don't know. I just put asterisk, you're, with a... Love um, that you. Right? Because I was going to then delete him and he said, you fucking goddess, love it. This guy is a fucking dick, but I want to like play with him a bit. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So I said, got any more shit cat references? And he said, my cat shit on my bed once. That sucked. And I said, more cat shit than shit cat, but we'll soldier on all the same. Yeah, my cat once took a shit on a book of mine. I still have it and I think I love it more because of that. And he said, you should throw it away. And I thought, no, I should throw you away. So that conversation stopped. And then... um. <laughs> and uh, then there was another uh, guy who I did actually have quite a bit of bants with and I and I basically made myself out to be a stalker and asked for his address and was like I'm going to climb through your window so that was quite fun that ended um oh here's a guy that never messaged back so because my mind says Dylan obnoxious Dylan obnoxious damn good thing is slamming hot then I suppose nice trike because I'm on a tricycle another one I said thanks I have a real penchant for third wheels in both relationships and modes of transportation it's my usp he never re replied um You're so funny like i i just can't be bothered with chatting to people on dating apps so i, I download love it, it though like, i love it i'll read you this last one please read it and yeah. this was a gamble this is the thing about being yourself i throw them out there and if they don't get it it's okay okay <laughs> so this guy said something about being humble on his profile and it was funny so I said, it's so refreshing to see someone so humble on here. He said, thank you. What can I say? I'm a real catch. I said, well, it's not the first time I've caused something on here. He said, ha, huh, you've clearly not been speaking to the right men. Then I said, oh, absolutely not. And I'm still not. So, yeah. Did that it, end there? Or no, we chatted for a bit and he was quite fit. But I think... In your location or...? in my location yeah but my thing is right if my pmdd is raging so if i'm mm. really premenstrual there's about a week where i all i can do is the only thing that will keep me entertained is tinder netflix won't do it friends won't do it family won't do it. like nothing i'm completely like off the richter scale and the only thing that i obsess about is tinder so i use tinder like a frantic mad woman for about a week and then i just don't pay attention to it again so I've got loads of messages in there that I've not bothered looking at. 
Um, so that's my vibe. It's like really obsessive and then just nothing for three weeks. I love that though. You're like kind of, you know, playing it. You're playing the field. <laughs> playing the game. But it's just, the- I think if you just see it as a bit of fun, especially now we're in COVID because no one can fucking meet up anyway. Exactly. But Tinder have put this new fucking thing on where you basically, they've enabled you to nearly accidentally FaceTime people. It's like a FaceTime button I, on it. I couldn't How think of fucking terrifying. Worse. I could yeah. not think of anything worse. I hate, like, I find Zoom conversations in general mm. just the most disgusting thing. Like, you can see everyone's little box. Um, and then I can just, when, like, I, I remember being on a Zoom party. Mm. And in the end, I just turned my laptop off. And I was mm. like, sorry, guys, my Wi-Fi went. <laughs> I, I just, I just, I was just watching everyone drinking, having fun. And I was like. I'm gonna have a panic attack. Yeah, it's the worst thing I've ever. There's something about them, isn't there? And everyone just looks like a hamster. Do you know what I mean? Like everyone <laughs> in their little cage. Yeah, just like. <laughs> or in that um, what was that music video? Was it when they redid a little less conversation? Everyone's in like little <laughs> boxes, That's, yeah, on top, stacked on top of each other, like Jailhouse Rock vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So your biggest turn off, sorry, I properly like stole oh God, that. Yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah, you kind of, I feel a bit, you know. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm yeah. sorry. I had a bit uh, of cast you aside. Yeah, people who aren't funny. Amen to that. Amen yeah. to that. So how many dates have you been on? Like, do you have a, a worst date that you've ever been on? Yes, but at the time, I thought it was the best date I'd ever been on. Yep. yep. Um, on reflection, two years on, um, <laughs> And but actually, like I I, I um, went to a bottomless brunch the other day, uh, not seeing this person for two years. And, what a date! Uh, so I went to the bottomless brunch. Right. This is not. This is an unrelated story, but oh, right, it, right. it will make sense as I go on. Gotcha. And the guy that I went on a date with um, two years ago, who he lives in Germany, uh-huh. and I I messaged him um, after the bottomless brunch, um, and I, I hate myself. Um, <laughs> And saying, hey, moving to Germany, would you want to hang out? Not moving to Germany. <laughs> Amazing! Not... This is like the shit that I did when I used to drink, yeah. Because it's like, I think I just really wanted attention from someone. And it's like, just knowing, whoa, would they still want to see me? Yeah. Um, but anyway, so back to my worst slash best first date. Mm. Um, so I met this guy travelling. and uh... <laughs> <laughs> I hate myself. When I was uh, travelling... Um, yeah. And so we met on a night out uh, and obviously snogged and, mm. and whatnot. Um, but I wasn't that asked about him then. Um, and then he was like, wait, I'm, I'm at this hostel. Do you want to like hang out? And um, so we, we met up and stuff, but he, uh, he messaged me saying, hey, um, I'm going to hire a motorbike and I'd love to take <laughs> around the city for the day. Your dream come true. Yeah, because I've always loved Liz Maguire movie and... <laughs> He was also Italian, uh-huh. like Paolo, because um, I don't right. know. I've not seen actually. it, but I know how obsessed you yeah. are. And he's an Italian guy. So I, oh. I was just like, you know, this is this is my dream coming true. Um, so he's like, yeah, right. I'm coming round to your hotel and I'm going to pick you up and take you around the city. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Then he messages me saying, so my friends have just got in a really bad motorbike accident and are in a hospital. Um, Shut up. But I'm coming to pick you up now. Um, so, oh, as if. So me, me now would be like, no, don't feel comfortable, don't want to die. Yeah. Because also, this is in Colombia where there's like four people on a motorbike yeah, at a time, yeah, yeah. Um, and th- there's no 
like rules for the road so Mm -hmm. like you always like are driving past and there'll be like a motorbike accident yeah I was like okay cool (laughs) um so I was uh yeah he picks me up and then like I'm on the back of the motorbike and he's got his hand on my leg um (laughs) and in my head like so part of it was like Lizzie McGuire movie Uh but part of it was like I was terrified the mm. whole time and my face he was like Wait, are you enjoying it like that oh my god it's like Carrie and Burger when they when yeah. when they go yeah. to the Smith's opening and she's in the Prada and he, he obviously couldn't you hear me screaming I thought you were yeah. enjoying it I was gripping on to you no but obviously I was pretending to enjoy it but right. my face well I know people can't see my face but I was like so that is Wallace and Gromit face, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and obviously, like, because he was a very, like, typically masculine man, and mm. but, like, intimidatingly masculine, which mm. made me more like, oh, hey, um, mm. too. So we were on the motorbike. I was behind. He had his hand on, on my knee. Um, he always kind of just say that his clothes were, like, he had the worst fashion sense <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Like, if it was, like, back home, and yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I, I say I'm not shallow, but he'd wear, it was, like, a cargo pan, like, mm. sh- almost like a shark tooth necklace situation. Wow, wow. No, but it I, is that thing of someone being abroad. It's, like, when you fancy a teacher, yeah. you really fancy yeah. a teacher, but if they weren't a teacher it's in not, that classroom, okay. you wouldn't fancy them. No, exactly. Um, so, realistically, it would never have worked outside of <laughs> this holiday. <laughs> really? Um so anyway, after uh, continuing the the date, so we got back to um, the, the hostel, the hostel romantically, and um, and then we like his friends were all like cause he had a group of friends who were all like there, and obviously some of them had just got back from the hospital from the one of them had broken <laughs> his leg. Because <laughs> I was wondering whether that was even going to be true that bit, but yeah, it is. No, it's it was true, um, and we were like it was one of those where like the, the PDA was like off the chart. So yeah. it's like, Oh, I wanted to do, cause the, the chat was dry. Um, because like the main conversation was him basically like lecturing me on, on stuff about the world and me being like, mm, yeah, that's, that's wow. And wow. He, he was like talking about my aura and it, <laughs> always, it was very, it, oh. and he was like, you want me to teach you how to roll a spliff and, and all these things. Um, so all I wanted to do was snog him because obviously like there was nothing there was the else to was do terrible. Um, so but then, I love that we go oh I'll just snog him rather than I never want to see you ever again in my life yeah. um, so then I was just basically snogging him for an hour after that in the rain I'd, <laughs> of course I'd, it was in the fucking rain <laughs> I know um, and he was a really good kisser and I think that's also sometimes that well probably because that's all he ever did because no one ever wanted to do anything else with him ever again he was so boring yeah I I can't even like I couldn't tell you anything about his personality because and (laughs) he had zero sense of humor um and it was yeah so but at the time I was like I convinced myself that I was in love with him and I was gonna move to Germany and oh my god it was that guy yeah you then text at the brunch yes that's why i I hate myself when i'm drunk and that's why i'm never drinking ever again again like ever again now mate jesus i just just always end up texting someone that i shouldn't 
Mm, mm. Oh God, I used to be the fucking worst for that. The worst. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sweet Jesus. I was one of those people that was like, yeah, man, they meet, They really need to bring out like a breathalyzer for phones. Like, you know, when you've, you've had a few and you can't text certain people, it's like, maybe you've got an issue with alcohol. Yeah. Maybe that's what's going on. Oh, no, and you're broken my... inside. Yeah. Yeah, I need yeah. I need therapy. Yeah, yeah. Well, you get it. Through that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Exactly. What's um, your um? What's your ideal dating scenario? Like, what would okay. your perfect first date be? So my perfect first date um would probably be a drive through screening of Sex and the City. Oh yeah, yes. Um, no um and then like so I'm just gonna like so this hasn't been an event yet I don't think but I think it should be mm-hmm. um the person that I'm with has to appreciate sex in the city yeah yep, yep, that's yep, like yep. the bottom line and if they don't then that is a deal breaker but this is like all of my exes mm. that you'd never think it you'd never know it no. they all fucking love sex in the city exactly and it was almost yeah. like I, there's this I'm just drawn to them and I and I have no idea why I'm drawn to them and then it and then it all slowly becomes clear that it's because they have this energy of I like sex in the city and exactly. as I say you would never think it of any of them so I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna come up with the hot like you know create it in my head um so it would be a drive-through of sex in the city maybe like I, I, I'm not sure what season like probably ha- it would have to be season one wouldn't it but Mm. It has to get it. Would it have to be season one? No, it, it gets better later on. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm gonna maybe say season three. Um, yeah, yeah. because I think that's because that's when Aiden comes in, yeah, yeah. and that's when the clothes are at the best. And I'd want like I w- maybe some like cosmopolitans, but not not for the driver. Yeah, yeah, not for the driver. Little mocktail. Maybe I'm driving and I'm having a mocktail. Oh, this is perfect because then you get your sober date that you've been pan- like exactly. hankering after. And then um, we would go to like a so get a sober karaoke booth because mm-hmm. karaoke is another deal breaker. Like yeah. if someone right. loves karaoke, yeah, um, I don't want to know. Sure. Um, and but food would have to be involved. So maybe it was like a karaoke bar that served like like a stone baked pizza kind of. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. It's a really good like you can share it. You could go half and half. Mm, quite mm, nice yeah um, so I think food should be an event and it should be yeah something you enjoy with someone else absolutely um so you'd like then, to do that on a first date yeah that would someone. be my first date eat with someone um do karaoke and then uh probably not sleep with them because that's usually uh what has been my um downfall in the past yeah 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 um and we're um, not slut shaming what we're no, saying I'm, is when you're a I'm codependent thinking. person who mm-hmm. hasn't quite figured out the codependency bit yet, it's probably yeah. best not to sleep with someone you really like straight away. Also, after sex, I'm always so anxious. Mm. So it's like, like, what would happen is I'd get so drunk, go on a date with someone, have sex, and then feel terrible for like a week. And usually they don't message you f- for that week. And then that's great because your anxiety is just yeah. through the roof. Yeah. And yeah. So that, that's what I... So I don't mean in any way, shape or form to burst mm-hmm. your bubble. Yes. But that's quite a niche first date. <laughs> so okay. like, if someone were to say to you... Yes. Tomorrow or mm-hmm. now, 
if I look, we're on a date, okay. Okay. So I'm gonna ask you for a second date, Caitlin. All right. Caitlin, yeah. I'd love to take you out on a second date. What do you want to do tomorrow? Do you know what? I I I'd want to show that I'm versatile. So then <laughs> I think Caitlin, what do you want to do tomorrow on our second date? Oh, sorry. What do you yeah. want to do? Okay, yeah. Don't okay. worry yeah. about what I think. What would okay, you so, like to do? Let's okay, do well, this. Is this is we're putting it into practice right here, right okay, now. All right, thank you. Thanks for calling me out on my <laughs> bullshit. You're um, welcome. I'd I'd want to go on like a really nice walk, and yeah. then maybe have like a pub lunch. I think that's like a classic. Perfect. But ideally, there would be a dog on the walk. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I think also knowing that someone likes animals mm-hmm. or it's dogs important. in particular, it's important. Okay, amazing. Perfect. Love it. That's what I would want. And let's get it for you. Let's get it for you. Thank you. So, this is going to be an interesting one for you. Mm-hmm. What are your best features? Uh, like, is that personality-wise or physical or... Both. Okay. Um, physically, mm-hmm. I, I think I would say my bum. Yeah. Just because, um, you know, it's... In pesh. Yeah. It's, it's nice. It, it is nice. Um, and, like, uh, personality-wise, I'd probably say that I'm very funny. You are very funny. And I, I think that's kind of... Those are my two. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's, you know, how I'd sell myself. They're amazing. What... Funny with a good form what red flags should I look out for I mean I think we've covered them but quite a lot of red flags yeah um well luckily I'm working on it and I'm self-aware about my red flags so amen amen um, uh red flags um trauma bonding like we Mm. need to make sure that that doesn't happen because I think I end up um oversharing quite a lot very quickly um but am I right in understanding trauma bonding isn't just sharing trauma with each other it's mm. a traumatic event happens and then you're then tied to that person forevermore which means oh, people yes, will so someone yeah. would create some trauma to keep you enmeshed yeah. within that but basically so. it's, it's, it's that it's oversharing isn't it is what you mean it's the oversharing and I think it kind of yeah going into it me telling all my trauma straight up front Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. probably like run a mile do you know what yeah, I mean yeah, um, yeah but I'm yeah. trying not to do that now and because I think I do it in a way of like here's all my shit do and you then still I like me the, you still like me now yeah. and then I'd self-deprecate and yeah and then um, I think it's hard to trust people because I, I did that for fucking years and years and years mm. and I do share my trauma on here for the lols but it's like actually like when I meet someone I don't go into all that like I I think the fact that I have to sort of say, well, I don't have to say, but if, if someone asks why I'm not drinking, I'll say, oh, I'm in recovery. Like, I'm very open about that. Yeah. I've said before, like, my self-harm scars are quite obvious, so you get that straight yeah. away, and then you get the look from people, but the right people are cool with it. And I think it is hard to build trust with people because if you give absolutely everything and then they walk away, because it is very overwhelming for someone to just sit there and reel off all this stuff to you yeah, from a place of insecurity... It is, it is, like, when the shoe's on the other foot, you're like, oh, and that's, that's wow. why people end up, run, like, then ghosting you, because it's like, 
I'm like, here you go, here's everything. Yeah. And then they're obviously like, fucking hell, like, I just wanted to go for a drink. Yeah, and exactly. Then- but then when you're in a relationship with someone, that stuff, it does come out. And it comes yeah. out in a way that by that point, they, they really like you and you've spoken about your love of skiing. And then it's, oh, <laughs> you know. Fucking hell. My love of rock music. All right. Yeah. Um, speaking of music, what's your funeral song? Um, can I have like a funeral playlist or is that a cop out? Is That's that... what I've got. I've got a funeral playlist. Got, yeah, I've got, I've got one got on Spotify. Had it for years. So when I'm being carried down in my pink coffin, <laughs> yeah. um, maybe an open casket with me just like. Arms um, crossed over your chest, um, looking angelic. It would be Got To Be Real, obviously. Um, to be real. It's just, it's just really upbeat song. And I want everyone to just, yeah. like, even yeah. though it's my funeral, um, I just want everyone to have a good time. Absolutely. Maybe like have people catwalking down behind me. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd love to plan it really. Mm. Like I already have my funeral planned out in my head, to be honest. Were we pals when I was going to have a funeral as my birthday? Probably, I think I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it couldn't go. And then it couldn't go ahead. But yeah, I wanted everyone to just stand around saying really nice things about me. Yeah, have a finger buffet. Everyone dressed in black, which looks fabulous and chic. And then listen to my funeral playlist. In fact, I need to fucking do this. You should do that. I think. Yeah, yeah, that needs to happen. Well, I'll make it happen. I'll help. Amazing. Um, what's your funeral song? I've got a playlist. Well, but yeah. Go on, let's go through it. Funeral. So we've got Bad Girl, Lee Moses, Parts 1 oh, and 2, because it's my favourite yeah. song in the whole wide world. And that's what yeah. my ex got me. He got me a first pressing of that for Christmas. Can you believe? Love that. <sighs> Sorry. That's um, a good present. Yeah. My main one is Otis Redding, That's How Strong My Love Is. Stevie Wonder as Paul Simon, Graceland. Purple Rain, Prince. Kings of Leon, King of the Rodeo, because for years people would always say that song reminds me of you and it became my little mm-hmm. like anthem. And then I've also got Al Green for the good times, but I put that one <laughs> on there and then take it off. It depends where my mind's at. Like if I've just been through a breakup, I'll often put that one back on. <laughs> so yeah. I think that's yeah. just been ha- kicking around in there. But yeah, that- Is this a Spotify then, playlist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, baby, right. you can follow yeah, my yeah. funeral anytime. So what it would, would also- your, your funeral playlist be then? So funeral playlist going down to got to be real. Um, yeah. Then I would want like maybe um, like a singer, like a, to have an actual singer at my funeral. Yeah. Um, have you heard of Gospel Oki? No, but that oh sounds. Oh my god, you need to right. So you have to go to Gospel Oki. It is in London. I thought it was something to do with Gospel Oak. It's not. You basically go and you do karaoke, and then there's a choir. So you sing, and then if there's a bit in a song, like Stevie Wonder as, a choir fucking comes in and sings behind you. My ex did it years I, ago. He told me about it. I was like, oh, my fucking God. Sounds amazing. That's, oh, I, I want nothing more than that. That's Do what it. I want. Uh, Prince, uh, Sometimes It Snows in April. Beautiful, beautiful. I think that's a really, like, I, I want to have a bit of an emotional one. Maybe when that person's singing, there's, like, a slideshow of me behind love it love it um, did you know right because i played that song every year because after prince died it snowed in april for about three it, years i know yeah i know yeah. and hopefully i will die in april and it will snow because i feel like that will fingers be crossed terrible. here we go <laughs> 2021 <laughs> um there was a nirvana song on there just for my like rack chick uh, uh, yeah, in a yeah. 
that's just for the um, guys in the bands that have come and you want to look a, a certain yeah, way for all the soft boys at the back just like whoa chain smoking cigarettes um, roll ups oh, just thought as well I don't date anyone with the letter J at the beginning of their name I just have really bad luck with J's oh I'm like that with um guys whose names begin with a K yeah bad news all of them bad news yeah so if you've got a J at the beginning of your name it's just uh, can't happen which is not good for like when you're in Leeds because everyone is called Josh why is everyone called Josh's yeah I'm not gonna name no, no, but no. there's been a lot of a lot of J's. Uh, mm, yeah. Mm. So, what food are you gonna have at your funeral? Right. So, I think my last song, because um, I've thought this this it's been my song for a few years, but mm. it might change. Mm. But I love um, Jeff Buckley, "Last Goodbye." Mm. I and think it's very fitting. That's like me coming out. <laughs> I don't know if I'd want it in a church. Is it possible to not have a funeral yeah, in a church? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Maybe have it at like a, I don't know, like in a ballroom. Oh my God, like have it in really a ballroom. Dramatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I want me being Basically out to... a queer party for everyone, but, yeah. you're, but you yeah. died. And it's Basically, like, the I mother has died, the... you've put on the event, yeah. Yeah, I want front row to be like drag queens. I want it to be mm-hmm. just really mm-hmm. over the top. Very you. Very camp, very me. Yeah. Um, and yeah so I'm going to be coming out to last goodbye because I think it's like Mm. everyone can just wave me off Mm. um or um so long farewell of the and I want everyone a flash mob of that I've just thought about now but I feel like that would be really funny do it amazing yeah that would be be hilarious yeah um yeah after I've got a, a few playlists I'd only want them to be playing my Spotify playlists the whole yeah mine's just gonna be yeah on repeat and my sister said this was the sweetest thing she said because i said purple rain's last i think and she said i'm gonna get the the most extended version of purple rain that i can i was like oh that's so nice i know yeah super sweet at least if we die people can listen to this podcast and know what we want oh i've written it down and given it to people have you, ugh, I might yeah. make like a PowerPoint or something. Just my, do it. Make. A, I think my cousin. I gave her a list years ago. My sister gets my most updated mm. lists. Um, but yeah, I love that. I'd definitely be coming to your funeral. That's for sure. Yeah, it'll be like death becomes her. We can both be dead and just like Fuck stalk them. everyone else's funerals. One hundred percent. Yeah, I'd love that. I'd love that. <laughs> okay, so um, I asked this question all the time on dating apps this is kind of another copy and paste for me and I have done for years and I often will ask it people on a first date as well so I'm going to be using it from now oh it's a great it's a really good one um is what's your death row meal but not only what's your death row meal three courses um who did you kill okay so I've actually been thinking over this question um Mm -hmm. quite a bit when I'm most enraged and I'm like seeing red it's um I have like a group chat uh, with like some, <laughs> with some with some with some friends, and um, it's who I love, by the way. I absolutely love. Like, yeah, no, no, it's not. It's not them. It's not them. <laughs> um, but when it's usually there's a lot of bad date stories on there, and mm. boys being very mean to some of my closest dear friends, and nice. like I think it would probably be <laughs> me going round. Uh, on a mass shooting of all the, the boys, boys who fucked over my friends. 
Wow. Bad boys. Yeah. Whereas if it was me, I'd be like, yeah, bring them on. That's fine. Um, <laughs> Come to mama. Yeah, I, no, bad date. It was, it was an amazing date. <laughs> so that said, would do again. Yeah. I, yeah, would do it again. But it would probably be uh, their old dates. Mm, mm, yeah. I like that. I like that. I think, I think that's who it would be. Sorry, so, guys. So after you've killed en masse, what are you mm-hmm. then going to be whetting your whistle with and munching upon? So I've been looking a lot into what happens to poo when people die. Because yeah. I think I would be worried of eating like a massive meal and then mm. just shitting over everyone. But also That'd I'd be find good. that probably quite funny. It'd That's be quite fun. Um, so my last meal, because obviously, as you know, I am a vegetarian slash freegan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but for my last meal, I'd probably like I've not eaten seafood for probably like eight years and I'd mm. probably just go and eat fucking all the seafood I want to eat seafood. that I've missed out on yeah um like a whole like uh, and a, if I could choose location as well it'd probably be on like a nice balcony somewhere just <laughs> I don't think you're allowed ocean. but I'll give you that but it, can I have that um and then I'd probably be having <laughs> like a cosmopolitan and yeah. a cigarette yeah and then w- like before they'd kill me I'd like ash the cigarette into like the lobster or whatever yeah. and then I'd want I'd want my food to be like an art project yeah you know what I mean like yeah. have you seen the photo- uh, I can't remember what photographer it is but no the last it, dates like, the uh, last, no, last um, dates last death row meals I've been obsessed with yeah. it for years obsessed. and this is the thing obsessed. I will ask people this question and then I will mm. send them that the exhibition that yeah. you did yeah I remember doing it on like I was on a first date oh god like what four or five years ago now I think it was that long ago mm-hmm. anyway and yeah and, and the first day we were just sat there just looking at all these pictures of this guy who'd made these death row meals for everyone and the best one was the fucking guy oh my god it made me wet who just had like a shot and a single olive that was all he wanted for his last death row meal and I was like I would fucking suck your cock so fucking hard right now yeah oh my god that is very you but you what would you have oh my god I'd eat, I'd eat everything mate it honestly it would uh, like everything and then I, I i probably would i think hummus 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 um, which is there, so. my favorite thing in the world yeah um can i have a few other things on there or is it like babes go for like, it okay so I'd, I'd want some summer rolls mm. um do you know like the yeah. um vietnamese ones and so then i want I'd, Sorry, I've got a story about Vietnamese rolls, weirdly. Oh, go on, tell me. <laughs> so, um, me and my ex were on a, like, a boat in Vietnam, and we were, there was a bit, we were, like, making these uh, summer so rolls. So hard to make. So hard to make, right? But I had the knack, right? And he said to me, he's like, oh, I knew you'd be really good at making them. And this is in front of loads of people, right? And I was like, oh, you mean because of... And then I did like the wanking sign, and he went, "No, because you smoke roll-ups." And I was just like, "Oh God!" And I realised that, that actually, if you make the wanking signal, Vietnamese people can still fucking understand that. Oh Jesus yeah, Christ! Very, very embarrassing moment. I was like, "Oh, you Hilarious. mean because of?" He's like, "No, because you smoke shit." There's a rollies. It's like, "Oh, because of the roll." Uh, oh, uh, oh no! I said, okay. I said, I said, I said, oh because of squeeze and roll whilst doing the hand gesture and he said no because it, I know how mortifying anyway I'm actually good I, I died of secondhand embarrassment there 
Mm-hmm. It was that was great. my cause of death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very nice, yeah. Caitlin. Very nice. Okay, sorry, go on. And I'm, I'm not like, I, I am a dessert person, but I am more savoury. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely want olives on there. Some nice crusty sourdough. I'd, I'd want yeah. like a bit of a meze. Um, that's, that's mine. That's my that's, starter. I just want to, <laughs> I like having everything. I just want it all. I want it all. I want it all. Yeah, I can't. I'll probably text you the rest when I have more brain cells, but that would be my last meal pretty much, I think. That sounds great. And then just one final sig. Yeah, I definitely just have a sig Mm -hmm. out with a bang, literally. (laughs) Literally. Light me on fire. (laughs) I'm good to go. Yeah, just that'd be good if after your whatever you decide to eat last is. They just pour petrol on you and then you just light a cigarette, have a single yeah. puff, and then you just burst into flames. And then oh. shit oh, explodes everywhere. Oh, j'adore, j'adore, j'adore. Oh, that's got that little je ne sais quoi. Oh, je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais pas pourquoi. So, Caitlin, my dearest darling one. Well, <laughs> after <We're>... dating me... <laughs> Do you think our platonic love will blossom into romance? Will our shared dating trauma set the scene for a one night stand? Or are we simply going to ghost one another or you ghost me after finding out way too much information? So I could fully see myself growing old with you. Um, But like in a platonic way. um, Yeah, noted. That's fine. No, so... (laughs) um because i just i have just the deepest love for you and i always have and i feel like that i i'm just a platonic lover i think i just love platonic love and i can just see us like someday maybe like retiring Mm -hmm. living in the country Mm -hmm. chain smoking yeah um you like cats now don't you We'd oh, I've, always, be, I've always loved cats. I'm just allergic to them. Yeah, we'd be little. What is it, little Edie and um, little Edie and Big Edie? Big yeah, Edie. because of little Edie, my little my cat yeah. that I had for a bit. Yeah, that, that would be us. Yeah. Um, and then our house can be getting eaten by raccoons, and that's the Perfect. way. I and we life. have exactly the same interior decorating style, which is loads of religious Hip. iconography yeah. that's like neon and loads of colours and just more, more, more. So it's perfect. It's perfect. We we have a stage, a rotating stage in our house, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because it would be you doing stand up comedy shows and me just being the only person in the room performance laughing at art. you. Yeah, we'd make yeah, great we'd performance like, art together. Yeah. Okay, I actually don't ever want another relationship ever again. I just want to do that with you. I yeah, I'm I'm so happy with that, and I think that's actually why I've not dated really okay. well it's probably a good job you're telling me this and i say why wait till we retire let's fucking get this done now I, let's let's do it now let's, do, let's it now. do it now caitlin it's been an absolute fucking joy to speak to you and see you as always oh i cannot wait to find it like one day who knows when it'll be but like squeeze you again oh, and watch touch. sex in the city and eat hummus with you yes touch again oh and we'll do more stick and pokes we'll have a little breakdown and i miss then. i miss bunny so much oh yeah she's she's here she's my girl yeah just for I'm anyone here. listening that doesn't know i uh 
still sleep with my <laughs> with my uh, toy bunny that I got. People call her a toy or a soft toy. She's not. She's a real person. When I got when I was born, yeah. and I have a tattoo of Bunny's name as well. So yeah, uh, she has a personality. Oh my god, she's amazing. She's absolutely amazing. She does. As are you. As are you. Oh, Thank you no, so you're so much. No, you're I love you. No, you're fucking no, amazing. No, right, I'm. No, gonna- I'm going to go and eat some cold noodles. I'm really sorry that your noodles have gone cold, mate. Oh, no. it's I kind of enjoy it. Oh. Oh. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. It honestly means the bloody world that there's people um, tuning in to hear me talk to my fucking fabulous pals. Uh, I should have said fucking fabulous friends. Huge thanks to Digit Music as ever. Go check them out on Digit underscore music. And please... Give Dating My Mates a follow on Spotify. And yeah, just thank you to everyone. And thanks so much to Caitlin. Love you, love you, love you. I love you. Live, laugh, love you. Live, laugh, love you. Hashtag live, laugh, love you. And see you all what every time. You'll be... Fuck it. Next week, next Friday. You'll hear me then. 